Blah. Y'all already know what it is. Your boy, Yaakov, what it do. The outlet to reality. The whole is podcast in Vegas and Chicago. What up? This is the place where you want to hide from your drama or maybe hide from your baby mama. Ah, just kidding. But anyways, fans, thank you for staying tuned. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Cha-ching! And today we have a very, very special guest. One of the best authors I've ever met. Give it up for Walkeria. What's up, girl? <laughs> what up? Hey, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. You are so much fun. Seriously. Thank but you. yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, girl. Of course. So I want to share a quick story that happened to me like uh, a week ago. So pretty much I went out on a date. Uh, the girl that I was talking to, she bought me a ticket that usually comes around Christmas time. And it goes all over the U.S. It's a beautiful play. And I've never been to the one in Vegas. I've been to the one in Chicago. So I was like, okay, I got dressed up, got my button down shirt, got a new cologne. You know, I got to smell good. Right. So I pick her up for the first time. She comes out. She's looking very elegant, got a very nice dress. I was like, oh, man, I, got, I better open the door, open the door for her. You know, got to do my part. She gets to the car and we're driving and she's putting makeup like it looks like she forgot a few spots she had to you know catch up we're in the line there's this lady in front of us she almost tripped and fell and my reaction right away was to help her right you know to not fall and i can tell the lady was thank you so much for looking out you're so sweet and the girl my date was jealous so she said can we take a picture together right away cut so i'm like uh, okay so so we took a picture we get to the place right it's time for us to sit down you hear the bell ding. so that means you have to get to your your seat so we get there and she bought the ticket kind of weird she bought the ticket where she's a row ahead of me like one row and we didn't sit together which was weird so i was like man this is so sad so the lady next to me there was an empty seat in between. And she's like, honey, um, my husband's not going to make it. If you want to tell your girl to sit with you, that's okay with me. I said, oh, perfect. Thank you. So I told my date, hey, you want to sit with me? Um, the lady's so nice. She gave us a seat. And she looks at me and she goes, no, I'm good. I'm like, um, come on, girl. Just, you know, come, come sit with me, you know? She's no, no, I'm fine. I like my seat. And I was like, damn, my heart was dropped because I'm like, I know I showered. I know I smoked good. What's wrong? You know, I'm a funny guy. And from there, I was like, I think it's a red flag because she had the opportunity. And we kind of like, you know, went back and forth, but she didn't, you know, take the take the seat. So it broke my heart. But um, that's a little short story I had to share. <laughs> but more about you. So I want to. So my fans to get to know you a little bit more. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background, your hobbies, and where you grew up. Yeah, absolutely. So I just want to make a comment on your little story. Like, it has nothing to do with you, I'm sure. Maybe she felt super insecure, and maybe she felt like she stunk, and she wanted to be far away from you you know you never know going on inside and has nothing to do with the other person but um yeah i'm actually from filer idaho so it's twin falls area somewhat similar like eight hours away from las vegas 
so not too far away yeah and i live in boise right now and i have a book that just came out it's poetry and prose i also am launching a mobile application called playnet to help people to connect in real life through events and then like your profile would be events that you've created events that you're interested in or that you've gone to just to give people a new social media focus and i also have a nonprofit to help youth with meditation so it's to our goal is to create a vr experience and youth will learn mindfulness and meditation kind of through a game on your VR headset. My interests <laughs> include obviously yoga and meditation. Um, I love creating all things. Um, I think that's kind of obvious by what I just told you about, but my story is super deep, you know, um, I came from a background where my real dad, he was addicted to meth when I was little. That ended up leading to a lot of troubles with our family, right? They got a divorce. He was out of my life when I was eight. He ended up being homeless for 10 years and um, he's been clean for 11 now. So that's super exciting and I'm really happy for him because now he's a part of my life. And then, um, yeah, gosh, I could go into details about the hard stuff and like what that kind of environment created um, negative wise, right? But I have to say, you know, I, I did struggle um, with men um, I had statutory rape when I was 14. And then when I was 17, I was actually raped. And so this, I say actually, and then like statutory, because when I was 14, um, I did give consent. However, it was an 18 and 19 year old. So it's just, it was against the law. But that all kind of stemmed from, I think, beliefs that I had because of my issues with my dad, obviously. And so when I got into college and I learned about mindfulness and meditation, that's what truly unlocked because I had been struggling with depression, like how I was thinking about myself and the actions that I took. And so that's why I'm a really big advocate for mindfulness and meditation. Um, Cause then I started to live my dream life. So I ended up dropping out of college. I sold my car and moved to Fiji. And I, you know, haven't looked back. Essentially, I moved back to Idaho a few months ago. Um, the past eight years, I spent following my heart, truly. I've been a yoga instructor, meditation teacher on yachts. I was a singer in a band, lived in a van in Australia. Um, <laughs> I, I've really done like everything that I wanted to do. I was a nanny in the Hamptons, a personal cook. And I believe that anybody can create the life that they want to create by looking within themselves first and like dreaming big and then understanding what your fears are, what your limiting beliefs are, and then really focusing 
go on your strengths and where you want to go, because when you do that, it will lead you directly to the spots that are holding you back, right? You're like, okay, I need to work on this. And those moments of discomfort are fertile ground to grow from. Wow. No, what this, questions uh, do you have? I have lots of stories. So no, that's, that's a <laughs> lot of stories. I'm glad that you shared that because honestly, I'm not really growing up with a father. I can relate to you on that side. Um, my father, you know, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm I'm not a. This is the first time I'm actually gonna announce this to my fans. You know, I've been doing this for almost two years, but my dad left my mom for my babysitter, and they got married, got kids. And it's crazy because my mom never thought this could ever happen because that was her best friend. And it happened. And my parents got divorced when I was two. And my father pretty much started his new life. And I tried to be a part of him, you know, and get involved. And I think that's why I had so much anger because, you know, growing up with this kind of environment right like for you you didn't have a father did you have a lot of anger growing up towards him so i had a i did have a stepdad who came in to my life when i was seven or eight years old um but i think girls and guys handle things differently like my brother he carries more anger and resentment than i did i think for me, I carried more like self-blame, right? And, and like what's wrong with me kind of thing. Um, and once I reconciled those differences and stuff and worked on forgiving my dad, I was able to overcome that. Um, but it's a process. Like my boyfriend now, actually, he has a similar thing with his dad and everybody has like he had his dad his whole life but there's anger and resentment for different things because of different things that we struggled with and how do we deal with that well that's a great question there's a lot of different ways but forgiveness is a start right and some people will take upon like a blame within themselves. And in those cases, you need to first focus on forgiving yourself and apologizing. Crazy enough, I actually wrote a blog post today about forgiveness. Um, if you guys want to, it just talks about like steps to take for forgiveness. But the reason why forgiveness is so key is that when you hang on to this like anger and resentment, that's your focus, right? Like you're focusing on negative things and then over time you can generate the same kind of thing. You see people fall into the same behavioral patterns that their parents did because I think um, of lack of forgiveness and focusing on those negative things, right? Where, um, you know, I have to acknowledge the, the negative things that happened in my life, right? And those things hurt for sure. But acknowledging like the positive and what 
was able to be created because of that, right? The depth of strength that you're able to find, but you have to, have to, have to forgive because you're not going to reach that same point of clarity or peace or you'll have all of these things holding you back, but it's really you holding yourself back because you're holding on to negative things. And I'm just like super big into <laughs> forgiveness. It's really, oh gosh, I can see it. It does beautiful things to people's life. And it also like lack of forgiveness can make people's life really bitter. And I've seen the negative side effects too, you know, where people turn to alcohol and they're blaming this one person or any substance for something that happened to them in their life. And, you know, I think Will Smith has an incredible quote and he's like, it's not your fault what happened to you but it is your responsibility to figure out how to make it right. Like it's your responsibility to figure out what needs to happen within yourself to help you let go and move on and create the life that you dream of that you deserve. Wow. So. I love that. I, I, I think, I think the biggest thing that helped me, um is therapy i took right away when i was young um i had to find help i knew i needed because imagine this like so i had problems with my father right the relationship right having that wanting to have a father give you that hug you know i remember one time i gave him a hug like because i was so happy and he he threw me to the ground like and this was in, like outside in the public. We just finished eating at a restaurant and I broke my heart. And I was like, from that moment, I didn't feel comfortable giving you a hug because you took it like, um, I don't know what you call it. Like I, I was, it didn't make sense in my brain. Right. It was just like, yo, what, what's going on? You shoved me down. And, you know, same with meditation. I, for me, it was martial arts. Right. Because when we do our form, right, not hitting the bag, I'm talking about when you do your form, depending how you do it, you can do it in a fast motion with a lot of power. But I like to do it really calmly and it helps me relax. And if for me, it's it's a form of, you know, getting myself back together. Um, you know, what's crazy is that uh, growing up, my grandfather was an instructor for Taekwondo. And then my father for Kung Fu and Taekwondo. And I was the third generation to continue the legacy. But I wanted to make him proud. But he never gave that opportunity to, to come to my competitions, to my next belt. Um, always wanted my, my dream, to be honest. Um, I have another friend. She's the same age as me. Her father was an instructor for Kung Fu. And when I heard this, that her father taught her everything he knew and she got her black belt without having to go to a, a dojo or a studio to, you know, learn. Her father taught her in his free time. And because he's an instructor, he is able to give her her black belt. Right. And I've always wanted that. I remember as a kid going to my dad, I said, hey, dad, you think you could show me a couple moves? Like, I want to learn. 
oh, I, uh, let's uh, let's go watch a movie. And I was like, man, dude, I didn't come all the way here just to watch movies all day. Like, don't get me wrong. It's nice to be lazy sometimes, but I, I, I needed to have that, you know, that one-on-one interaction is more powerful than, you know, than oh, watching yeah. a movie. <laughs> you know what? Like, and usually in the case of my dad um, and my stepdad, their behaviors came from a really tough childhood that they had themselves, right? And it's just like, unless you figure out how to transform these energies and like change your behaviors, you end up repeating them. And perhaps what your dad was struggling with was like insecurities of himself. Maybe he didn't feel like he was good enough to be what it was you wanted him to be you know and really you as a child weren't wanting anything incredible you know you just really wanted that bonding experience and so important and especially like hearing the story of you pushing your or your dad pushing you down like that's you know forgiveness is important but also like setting boundaries is so healthy and so necessary especially when that person is still operating from a place of hurt so yeah i'm sorry that you went through that it's it's not easy it makes it like going for the things that you want in life a little more challenging in a way because you have to you don't have the same support structure that other people around you had but you're able to get a different type of strength mentally that other people don't understand or are able to get as easily as you, you know? So there's like different ways to look at it really. But yeah, I think the big one is um, I, I look at it before I used to be like, why is this happening? Right. As you know, you already know why, <laughs> why, why me and what did I do wrong? But now that I'm older, I'm I'm about to be 30 by next year. I can't believe time goes so fast. I thought I was still 20, but that's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I but, feel you. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the thing that really, I guess, makes me realize is all the things he did that wasn't good parenting. Me, like, I can't wait when I have a kid and do all the things that my father never did. So I feel like it needed to happen because I want to have that extra passion now. Um, before this podcast, right, I was a, a high school teacher. I was involved with uh, kids with autism. And the kids there, the students, they love me so much because I had like that, that big brother um, energy. Like I would stay after hours. I would make sure they were okay. And I have that in me, like to to make sure that, you know, my students were safe. Everybody was good. And I, I have it in me. It's crazy how, like I said, something that can be traumatic, right, that I could take that and repeat the history. Right. There's there's a saying that you can continue the curse, you know, do the same what they did and continue it. Right. And your next generation continues as well or you can break that curse right now and start a new chapter which i like better i, I actually like that better and 
and grow and learn from this experience and say anymore, like, I'm mad at my dad. Now it's like, he did what he can. That's all he knew, right? That's Yep, exactly. Yep. You, you can't change it, but you can change yourself here, yep. right? That's yep. all you can do. And I, I'm really curious to ask you, so your book, right? You know, yep. you're talking about your book. Tell us a little bit about what inspired you to to put this together. Like what came through your mind, who your your inspirations? Yeah, so my book, I actually have it right here. It's all things that came to me over the past eight years of traveling. So the inspirations are all real life events that happened. Um, because we spoke about my dad, I'll read you this one. Um, so it's a lot of self-care and a lot of them came to me melodically. So in the audiobook, when it's released, I actually sing it. But here is abandonment. Abandonment. It creates such a unique atmosphere. Bliss. Abandoned buildings full of overgrown plants and strays. Vibrant with life, living and giving. Here it stands, welcoming all, a statement to those who left it. So that's that one. They're really short. They're kind of fun, but they're all um, spiritually, self-care. The title of my book, I Love What I've Forgotten, it's about loving who you are. Um, I'll read you. I, I love what I've forgotten as well. They're, you know, it's a fun read. You don't have to spend too much time and energy focusing on a whole bunch of thoughts at once. Like it's a perfect in the morning or at night kind of read because there's a lot of short ones and they can help you think about things in your life or reflect on things more positively or open up some things that you hadn't dealt with yet. But here's I love what I've forgotten. I love what I've forgotten because the lines of what I am are defined by what I am not. Everything I've ever let go of has shaped me into who I am today. And I love that. I love what I've forgotten because I love who I am. That's it. Wow, so, that was deep. That was deep. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, I think that it's inspiring in a lot of ways. And it's also a lot of fun, too. Um, <laughs> ooh, I should sing you one. Yeah, please, please. That'd be <laughs> awesome. That would be so Okay. Right. Okay. The, I'll sing you two because this okay. one's really, really short. This one is my favorite. Um, it's also our official publishing house favorite as well. It's called Bang. They see me rolling down the street. Bang, bang, bang. My bike's back firing. Oh, wow. <laughs> so oh, some sir. of them... Yeah, some of them are just like silly and fun too, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I woke up when you said "bang bang." I was like, "How's that?" What we at? 
<laughs> yeah, like you don't expect that. No, I, I didn't. think that's what. <laughs> I think that's why that's how you got me. My heart even my heart, I think skip a beat. That's, that's so fun. Um how about oh what kind of mood do you want this poem to be? So we have we have lots of opportunity. We can have like a silly one. Um a, we can have one that's a reflection of covid actually do do, do that one do that one do that one yeah okay okay that one is called abalone okay ready abalone i watch you unwavered by the tides that move high and low whose low times have killed many around you you startled by the slightest change in scenery if you suspect something new something new that's what scares you it's just something new and you don't know what to do <laughs> I gotta say that's my favorite one to be honest oh thank you yeah, yeah. yeah because it has that like you have a beautiful voice like I, I I I was like waiting for this right so I was like you you made the words way um I I felt more connected with that song I felt like wow like I was like, yo, now I now I really have to get this book. She she already Aww. she got I'm, my attention. <laughs> I am happy to send you a copy of my book, seriously. So oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. no, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, I can I can keep going. I think this is so fun. So if you do two, I'll do another. <laughs> yeah, do one more. Do one more. I, okay. I really enjoyed it. I think I think you you have a beautiful voice. Okay, so your choice. The C here or the secret the secret okay let's get to that one real quick the secret daisies lilacs poppies too wild flowers that i grew You'd think I'm just a simple girl, but my aspirations do know the world through my own backyard. I attract butterflies as I plant more seeds, and I love the way my garden looks with a few Oh, you see, I climb a tree and read. I'm learning of the secret. I'm learning of new life. I'm learning of my gift. I'm learning to fly. 
service, communion, awareness, acceptance, creative existence, faith, connection, giving, releasing, immortality. Oh, what it is, what it is to be free. Release to just be. Just be. That was good, girl. I'm telling you, you got talent. Thank you. I don't know how you did it, but man, I'm already very serious today. And you you brought this joy. Like, I feel Aww. like you you even made this podcast extra fun. Like, I'm like, whoa, this is this is <laughs> so new. I think I, I gotta tell you something. I feel like your book definitely from what I got, different energy. I can tell you you use, I don't know if you believe in chakra, but you use a lot of different, I can feel it. Like this book definitely can relate to a lot of people. Doesn't matter, you know, their state right now. This will definitely make them feel like, wow, you know what? I mean, life is too short. You know, I, I got to, you know, think, you know, productive and keep myself going. And I, I like that. That's uh, that's amazing. And what can I ask you something? Because I, yeah. I get a lot of writers that are my fans. Right. And one of their biggest things that they struggle is writer's block. That's a big one. And I want to ask you because I'm not a writer, right? You're you're the pro right here. You you're the author. So, so do you do you have to like lock yourself up in the room? And what's your process like when you're creating this book? Uh huh. So literally, all of those came to me in the moment. Um, they, I didn't have to force any of them. Um, when I, so more of when I'm like writing a blog post or something like that, or like an Instagram caption, that those are moments where I'll encounter writer's block because I'm trying to make that happen. Right. Like these all happened voluntarily. I actually wasn't intending on writing a book. I thought I was supposed, those are from like my journals and stuff like that. And I thought I was going to be a singer and yeah. So it was just a different way of bringing it out. Um, but how do you deal with writer's block? Well, I think you have to accept it first. I think that's, the key to anything that you're trying to change you number one got to accept it be like okay i'm here i wanted to write i intend to write but nothing's coming to me and then without any expectation like just start to type anything right and that's how i work through stuff and maybe it's not my best writing so i don't post it yet but i have writing down i have like a general idea of something that i wanted to put out there and then when i'm feeling it later on i'll go back through and i'll fix the gaps and i'll be like oh like this and that this sounds a whole lot better than when i was trying to write when i wasn't feeling it so i think like the key to writer's block is accepting where you're at and then just typing anything anyways right give yourself 
one topic. I think that you already have that if you're sitting at the computer and you have writer's block, you're like trying to fill a space in a story maybe, or you have a certain topic that you're wanting to write about. Well, just write what you can. And sometimes that unlocks like the free flow within you, but um, just take away your judgment on that time. And maybe it's not the time that things are supposed to come to you, but you can still help encourage it by just trying, right? Yeah. And wow. that's what helps me personally. <laughs> Great. I'm really grateful and I'm happy I got the privilege to meet you. It's crazy Aww. how the universe, like literally we were just messaging each other like a couple of days ago and it, it happened like this this is wild like we're we're finally here you know what i'm saying yeah no it's amazing <laughs> i'm so grateful too thank you you are a joy and a light seriously thank you thank girl. you of course yep. of course um so i'm gonna wrap it up real quick um uh real quick i just gotta make a quick announcement guys um so i do have a tv show out it's every friday it's called take one pass it back um, is one of the first YouTube sitcom that's ever came out, uh, has comedy, drama and romance, everything you need in life. <laughs> and it's crazy. Uh, been doing this for seven years of the making with the same cast. So we're finishing this up. We're wrapping it up. And, uh, so real quick guys, don't forget, um, this is the outlet to reality, the oldest podcast in Vegas every Tuesday. Don't forget to share, like, comment, and subscribe. Chi-ching! And you know where to find me. I'm on Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music, um, YouTube, The Outlet to Reality. And my TikTok is at Yakov28. And my Snapchat is Take One Pass It. And my friend right here, where can my fans find you? Yeah, you can go to my website. It's walkiriawhitlock.com. That's W-A-L-K-Y-R-I-A. Whitlock, W-H-I-T-L-O-C-K. And from there, you'll find links to everything that I'm working on plus more. So you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. Same name, same spelling. <laughs> I'm also on TikTok too. Oh, but... step! Oh, step! <laughs> yeah, there's some weird stuff on there. But um, yeah, that one, you can search me, Walkeria Whitlock. And I think my name is like Peace and Love 1111, something like that. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Thank you, guys.